Hi everybody. Hey, it's so good to be back with you again for another Turning the Page podcast or vlog, however you're receiving this. Um, there's times when it can just become too much, can't it? You know, pressure from other people just to get over it, move on, let it go, sort your life out. Um, and for this particular person, it was actually causing them to feel less than capable. It actually made them feel kind of dumb and stupid. That And that seemed like everybody else had got their life together, but not them. Uh, they were very different. They felt different and very, very alone. You know, and in talking with people, uh, many people, there often comes a time in their journey where they... Um, to wellness when they, they feel an incredible, immense pressure to change. Um, they aren't moving along as fast as others would want them to. Um, maybe they want change, and quick change. Look, I remember someone expressing a lot of impatience that this journey to wellness was taking too long. Their family was putting pressure on them. But then when we... Um, talked about the progress that they had made and the millimetres of deeply significant changes that had happened, they realised that we were building something quite major. Not flimsy, not um, blow away with a whim of a storm, but something really deep and strong. And that really good things take time. They really do, do take time. Uh, are you in need of some space and some time? Do you need to give others space and time? Look, I remember a, a pastor um, who, whenever he did his pastoral visitation to people, not sure whether people pastors do that anymore, I think it's an incredibly good idea because it means you, you get the ability to see people in their own real world. But for him, whenever he... Took, whenever he visited people, he took a bunch of bananas. <laughs> I, I think it was just like um, a gift. A gift. He took a gift of bananas. And I remember when I visited people, um, often in hospital, I would take them a gift of fruit or some flowers. And it was a gift I had taken time to consider, um, consider their needs and what would would give a little bit of joy to them in their life. And they would always feel kind of special when I brought them some grapes or some lovely flowers. But um, a basket of fruit is uh, a beautiful gift. And I think we need to give it to each other. And what I'm talking about is actually um, these gifts of the Holy Spirit. Not the gifts, the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And... Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and these fruit take time to come to ripeness and maturity. Here's the here's the, the, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Those are the easy ones to remember, aren't they? <laughs> the next ones are patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now look, I think the first three fruit first three fruit. <laughs> They're the um, love, joy, peace. They are more about an internal dynamics of what's happening inside. Love, 
joy, peace. There's something, all those things that are happening within you. But the other ones, um, like patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, they have a more of a relational taste to them, don't they? Uh, patience to others and myself. Uh, being kind to others and myself. A sense of generosity to others and myself. Being faithful to others and myself. Giving gentleness to others and myself. And controlling the self to be of service to others and myself. Those, those final gifts of the Spirit have more of a... Um, a gifting to yourself and to others of patience and long-suffering. Now, there is a beautiful verse in Isaiah that talks about the pastoral gift of tenderness and the granting of time and space that Jesus the Christ brings and gifts to us. It says, A bruised reed he will not break, and a smouldering wick he will not snuff out. And look, when, there have been times when the strength I was relying on to hold me up was battered and bruised by the storms of life. You probably know those times when uh, everything seems to be crashing on you and your bruised life is getting even more bruised and more tender and more broken down. Um, and that, that candle wick that had once burned bright and clear was barely glowing and... I needed, and I think you need, at those moments, people to support your bruised soul and blow gently the love of the Christ over my weakness, over your weakness. Look, I don't need any pressure to the form and messages of get over it. <laughs> that can even crush you even further. You need space and time. You need to grant yourself space and time. So, how do we grant space and time? Well, give them and give yourself to the one who holds all space and time. Look, there is a sweetness and surrendering over someone into the hands of a God who knows everything. And God who is dedicated to bringing all the strands of our mixed up lives into something beautiful. God has space and time within their hands and knows the perfect way to bring healing. Granting space and time means surrendering our demands to God's delight. Number two, get a bigger vision. There is a bigger, much larger story going on here. Something beautiful can emerge out of the soil of brokenness. And we often look at the immediate pain and problems and focus on that. Not just, but a compelling vision, a compelling vision hopes for something beyond. It's um, seeing the immediate problems, not just seeing the immediate problems being solved, but of a deeper, richer life with God as the visionary outcome. It's something bigger than what the problems that are there at the moment. Something more beautiful. Granting space and time means opening to the possibility of something truly magnificent emerging. Number three, look for the small steps. I come back to this time and time again. It's the smallest of millimetres taken along a path that can truly, truly add up. 
we celebrate the small changes and soak them in. Soak in them. Just soak in the small changes. Others may consider them insignificant, but they truly, truly add up. You know, grounding space and time focuses on the little steps and celebrates every one. Number four, explore the demands. Why is there a demand on you to change? Do other feel, others feel uncomfortable with you and therefore demand you do the work? Remember, their response to you is their responsibility. Are you demanding they change? <laughs> Granting space and time is a gift of freedom. No strings attached. Your pace, your time. Number five is feed the tree. Now, look, um, I'm a gardener. I love fruit trees. I do a lot of work on fruit trees. And if you're going to get a good harvest, look, I've been to many trees and there's no fruit on them. And it's because the owner has not looked after the tree. Uh, you don't get fruit if you don't look after the tree. If you don't look after the tree, you don't look after the soil, you're not looking after the tree. So fruit trees need need feeding if they are to grow an abundant harvest. The fruits of the Spirit are precisely that. Fruits that has come from a fed and watered tree of Spirit-led living. We need to care and nurture our relationship with God. So the result will be a harvest of fruit always coming and ready for others to enjoy. Granting space and time is an invitation to sit under a tree, a fruit tree, and enjoy the sweet refreshment of its produce. Look, are you trying to change someone? <laughs> of course you are. We all want others to, to change into someone we are more comfortable with. Someone who will meet our needs in our way. We are genuinely curved in on ourselves. And I've got a link to another blog post that I've written about um, being curved in on ourselves. Look, your pressure, spoken or unspoken, might break what is already bruised and snuff out what is smouldering. Please grant them some space and time. Their story is their story. They are uniquely and wonderfully made <laughs> and being made. And the result may not be what you wanted. A different person may emerge. It's hands off and hands together. That's prayer. Here's some quotes to consider. Letting, not, letting go is not in anybody's program for happiness. And yet all mature spirituality, in one sense or another, is about letting go and unlearning. You can take that as an absolute. As German mystic philosopher Meister Eckhart said, the spiritual life has much more to do with subtraction than it does with addition. Richard Raw. Fruit is always something full of wonder, something that has grown organically. The fruit of the Spirit is a gift of which God is the sole source. Those bearing this fruit are as unaware of it as a tree is as of its fruit. The only thing they are aware of is the power of the one from whom they receive their life. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. When one partner in a codependent relationship embarks on a journey of personal growth, the other person is forced to make some choices. David Bridell. Open up your soul to someone. Lean them into your spirit, thoughts, fears, hope, futures, hopes, dreams. That is being naked. Rob Bell. We'll never abandon ourselves to the spirit as long as we can think we can change without him. Larry Crabb. 
until and unless there is a person, situation, event, idea, conflict or relationship that you cannot manage, you'll never find the true manager. Richard Raw. It is so difficult to admit to ourselves and others that we cannot control everything. Only when we name the, th- the ways we are powerless to do we create space for God to step in. Richard Raw. Letting people have their trip means that you step out of territory that isn't yours to stand in, and it never was. They didn't belong to you in the first place. Let them have their trip. Rob Bell, great podcast there too, and there's a link in the show notes, or in the, in the, the, post, the, the blog post. And his wife says this, you, ta- you can't take people where they don't want to go. <laughs> That's from Kristen Bell. <laughs> Some questions. Why is it difficult to grant space and time to others, or even ourselves? How do you need, number two, how do you need to grant some space, and who do you need to grant some space and time to? Three, have you ever experienced pressure from someone to change? What was your, what was your emotional response to them wanting you to change? Hey, um, hope you found this helpful. And so I really enjoy writing these blog posts and I know lots of people find them helpful. And um, what can be really helpful for me is for you to email me. <laughs> Simple. It's barry at turningthepage.co.nz And let me know if there's any way I can help you with your mental health, uh, with your spirituality. Um, yeah, email me, barry at turningthepage.co.nz And just another big thank you to those people who regularly support Turning the Page. Um, if you want to find out how you can be part of this, um, I really need people to help me financially run this thing. It's um, at turningthepage.co.nz forward slash support. So until next week, see you then. Bye.